Welcome to the May 7th edition of One Nation Radio on Lords of Pain. I am your host, Rich Latta. Of course, my co-host, James Boyd. James, what's going on, man? Nothing. Just kind of like gobsmacked. Sorry. Uh, gobsmacked by the news that you told me about. The title challenger for Tony Nese is Arya <laughs> Davari. And like, wow. Like, Maybe Neville was right. Maybe he maybe he was right to just get the fuck away. You know? Um wow, just yeah. Like in a month where Best you mentioned it off air. In a month where Best of the Super Juniors is starting up, that's that's a program you decided to run on two oh five live. And there's These no ninety two oh five live. They do a lot of great wrestling. There's uh there's actually some storytelling there that is not there on the main roster. Um and it's more uh more in depth in than what they actually do on the main roster a lot of times. But if the idea is to try to compete, then um, that ain't the one to pick. Just not, no. The legend. Isn't that what he's calling himself? The legend? The the. Nah, the... nah that's just some Joe Lanza shit. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Two of five line legend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Tony Nice versus Arya Davari. Oh boy, it, it's been. I, I wish I could say that was the most ridiculous thing that happened this week, but um, James, kind of week. we've got the kind of the introduction. Like you know, we were kind of jockeying for uh, who would have what or ha- who would have whom on what brand, and to have you know just things to, to, to fuck with each other about, but Vince McMahon has decided, has has overruled us and get, hit us both with the draw four and told us we will get who who he says we will get from week to week. Okay, so uh, just to keep track of it now, uh, or let, actually before we get to that, um, no, let, 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 no, let's do that. Let's set the table. So, okay, so officially all that, that's uh, people that are wild cards are just from the raw side that is, um, I'm sorry, are from the no, there, there, there aren't those. designated people for, for for wild cards. These are people that have used the wild card thing. It can be anyone. Wait, what? No, 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 yes. no, 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 yes, no, yes. No, read, read no. what's on their they website. Can't... Read what's on their website. Fuck the website. Vince said there was only four people that were going to come from between Raw and SmackDown. At now a time. It's not every other... Now it's every other... wait at a time. Yes. Yes, read it. It can be any four people. Any four people at any, any random moment. Any four people, yes. So it can't just. So next week it could be Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, yes, uh, Sasha Banks if she decides that she that she wants to come back to this monstrosity of a of a, of a product. Yes, they can put Andrade uh, on, on Raw next week and say he's a wild card. That's why like Miz was over there tonight. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> like it. It's just like they can't, there they are can't, no they rules. Ex- oh wait, that can't be right because they didn't explain that on TV. They do a terrible job explaining things on TV. So uh, I'm gonna go to WWE.com and you can't <laughs> hold on. You saying that you gonna go to WWE.com as if that's some type of ultimately uh, some ultimate clarifier? As if like WWE.com and their fucking Twitter doesn't false advertise. Like for or like sixty percent of the shit this they, is what uh, we are that dealing they advertised with now, over the last year. Th- this is what we are dealing with, with with these people, y'all. So it is. What is Mister McMahon's new look, wild card rule? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It is not just WWE is just completely from top to bottom disorganized because 
they did them. They ran the numbers that that number that I gave you, that rough number of like sixty percent of the time, like what they advertise is not happening on TV on their Twitter accounts or whatever else for, for Raw and SmackDown on NXT. Every fucking thing from the last year that they advertised was exactly what showed up. Now you can say that's also a byproduct of the taping, but not every single one of those tapings uh, or every single episode um, holds together. Like people get injured in NXT as often as the main roster. So. What's the real excuse here? Especially so, when they can go day to day and announce it. Like they don't have to announce it something on Thursday and then change your minds by Monday or Tuesday. So the the thing is uh, the is the wild card rule in which a limited number of superstars from Raw or SmackDown would be invited to cross brand lines for one night only appearances with unauthorized jumps to be penalized by fines or even potential firing. And okay, yeah. Okay, so <sighs> meanwhile, they've had motherfuckers going from brand to brand since all these NXT uh, calls came up. So, um, yeah, this this wild Hell, since Royal Rumble. Yeah, so uh, this is a company that they have with this wild card rule. They have shown you that they have no rules. They have no structure. They don't want us to know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. But I don't understand. Like, uh, okay. So this is fucking a mind blower for me. All right. So I was going to go in and saying like, okay, I thought that, you know, AJ, the Usos, um, Sami Zayn, and uh, Law, I guess, you know, not Lars, but whatever. Lars, or those people were going to come from, um, Raw to SmackDown, you know, a couple weeks at a time or whatever else, or, you know, in the other case, and vice versa, Roman and, and um, Kofi and um, and Daniel Bryan were to come from SmackDown to Raw every so often, you know, to get in that match, beat some or beat somebody or whatever else, or set up a program when, you know, they're kind of in between something or whatever else. And they come to find out that in reality what happened is, no, actually, we have these four fucking hall passes and we just hand them out at random uh, to people. Like, this is just another nice way of saying we're doing this, the, the, the Raw Super Shows and the SmackDown Super Shows from 2012 or 13 or whatever year that was. It's a nice way of saying it. This is just dressed up in a different way. Exactly what it is, though. Yeah. And for me, like... I don't care one way or the other, however you want to do this, but I always assume that the reason why they decided to do the brand split was because, um, one, they were taking SmackDown Live, and they figure out, they figure, well, if we have the same rosters, one show's always going to be, tre- Raw's always going to be treated as the B, as the A show, SmackDown's always going to be the B show, therefore the rates will be lesser. You split the rosters um, and put storylines that you have to, that are, you know, SmackDown exclusive, with half of the top guys, you'll give a shit to tune in, and that's, you know, the rating is a lot higher than it would be otherwise. So by doing this, like, you can literally put all the hot shit you're going to, or not, you don't, in theory, you put all the hot shit you're going to do on Raw for the time being until it's time for you to move to uh, Fox, and then we'll see how well you treat the brands, but then. But at the same time, like, all the shit about the, you know, m- between Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble, uh, Survivor Series. Um, they basically just fried the Survivor Series concept. 
I mean, what's I mean, kind of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's let's get to it, man. Because like this is like <laughs> it's just like yo, I don't even know what to um tell these folks. And, or, yeah, or and for it, me, like I th- I thought that the idea of you have flo- people that can you have designated floaters. I thought that made perfect sense because, like, you know, some of the like it, it would it would it would have established a hierarchy, which means that like somebody wins and losses want to start mattering me because L O L. Yeah, because that means you ain't, they ain't even send the, the big dog to Raw to go out here and fuck up uh, and have him be a loser for 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 Fox's TV show. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I thought that's what we were going to get. So I was like, I'm like kind of optimistic, but. See, you know, you see what happens. See drain. what happens, James. Thanks. Thanks. All right. So my... I, I, I just hope I just hope this is wrong and they'll just change your mind again. I, I mean, I really they could. They, they they fully could. They fully could yeah. change your mind. So yeah. uh, I I won't flex too hard. But as as it stands right now, it's like a floating you know hall pass essentially for four guys. Even though there were five on uh, SmackDown this week. Yeah. So oh, um, and, and another thing that was because I was good set enough to do a rant on like the fact that like they have all these designated like floaters and not one of them was a fucking woman. And like, I don't know, Rich. Like, how many people? How many people can you actually name before you get to a woman as far as a uh, top star in the company? Because I feel like I only named like four. And then after that, then you start dropping Becky and Charlotte. So look, man. I guess you know. There's you some. Know. There's some going on with their women's divisions right now, and we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> so as soon as uh, I got logged in, uh, we saw Vince McMahon in the ring, and then uh, he was said he had an announcement to make that he never made um <laughs> and then he said that it would be a night that we would never forget and he was not wrong and then all of a sudden michael cole was in and michael cole nutted himself with enthusiasm as he said the big dog probably the biggest one ever he called it monday night yard you know it's been a couple weeks since he's got to say excuse this excuse me he called it monday night yard yes Hold on, bro he's never fucking called it monday did, night he, yard he called it that last night but he never called it that before. Is not what I'm getting exactly. at. Exactly. Because I would remember Monday Night Yard because that's fucking horrible. Yes. So Vince McMahon uh, didn't know why he was here. Uh, he threatened to call the law on Reigns if, if Reigns punched him. Uh, Snitch. Yep. Vince asked him, what do you think you're doing on Raw? Roman says, watch your tone. I'm on SmackDown, but I've been on Raw for the last four or five years. I always said I'm going to leave this place better than I found it. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. He released Vince and pipe down. Yeah, um, <laughs> Reigns brings funny. up Reigns brings up the the lie about the fans being the authority. He said he doesn't listen to Vince anymore. He listens to the fans. I would have stopped listening to Vince after he um uh, had you get your head bust open in the main event of WrestleMania. In a fake double cross, fake wrestling move. Yes. Um. So Reigns said he was going to show up, uh, or Vince asked Roman if he thinks he can just show up anywhere. Rain said he's going to show up as long as the people were making noise, fans cheered. Then Daniel Bryan comes out, and immediately I'm like, what is happening here? And Daniel Bryan gets out there. They don't even, like, let him look in Roman Reigns' direction, essentially. Uh, Bryan goes into a promo. says, ever since the tragedy at WrestleMania where he was robbed, he spent the month in solitude and meditation, searching for answers like only thought leaders like Vince and he could understand. When when he heard Roman was showing up, I figured we could talk. And Kofi Kingston came out, crowd erupted. Um, he said, "I know the shakeup was a big deal. 
Uh, Kofi told Brian if he had a problem, he could have just came to him because he's the WWE champion. He swirled his hips at him. Brian called that man an undeserving champion. You should have never gotten a shot. You were a fluke because a pancake-throwing novelty act shouldn't have gotten there. Blah, blah, blah. Kofi was like, yeah, here I am. And basically, ain't shit you going to do about it. So uh, Vince then apparently has an epiphany on air uh, like he was T-Pain in 2007. Uh, and he says, what if we have a wild card rule? Like, this is just like the peak of branding. Um, <laughs> then he was like, three members of, of each show go to each show. Vince then calls himself a genius, and he, for the first time many times tonight, and Kofi was like, this is your grand idea? Whatever, Vince. Uh, and this is the first time Kofi Kingston and Vince McMahon have been face-to-face since Kofi's won the belt, by the way. He said, he said I saw Roman Reigns tweet that he was showing up, so I was showing up too. Uh, Daniel Bryan then says the magical words, there's nothing fun about Monday Night Raw. Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> Um, and he's just going to win his title back. Then Drew McIntyre came out there. He said, if no one backstage has the set to do anything, I like that line. Uh, I guess it's up to me. This is not SmackDown Presents Raw. Kofi and Brian, you're lucky. I care more about that egomaniac. He specifies Roman because it e- easily could have been Vince. Um, <laughs> he says, you think you can do what you want. This company says, don't show up. You show up. You got yourself moved to SmackDown to run for me. And you think it's okay to punch your boss in the face. I'm going to clay more of your arms back to earth. And Rain said, it ain't working at Mania, so maybe you could try tonight. And Vince was like, okay. Uh, hold on. Okay. I'm, I've, I've. So, McIntyre's entire gimmick is that like he's employee of the month. He's he's trying he's to clean a fucking up. Do, he's, he's trying a to goddamn clean up. do-gooder. He's here to try to he's here to try to make a, establish a cutthroat. He's trying to establish a cutthroat locker room. He want he wants establish a hierarchy that's based off of uh you know survival of the fittest. Uh, he wants motherfuckers to be good employees for the boss man, like. Like is he JBL or like what I don't <laughs> like his whole gimmick is that he is that like he's the enforcer now he's a locker room enforcer he is like he is what Mark Henry was I guess like four years ago when he was still working regularly Triple H you will respect this business what the fuck like that's the best y'all can do and look he's been doing this for a while now but before like it kind of got like it was before it was talking about like I'm here to change the culture. Of, uh, of and everybody's too wussified or whatever else, and it's time to turn up, and that's cool. And then, like, all of a sudden, the Roman thing happened. Is like, it's time for me to, it's time for me to try to fight, fight this. You know, I'm trying to, you know, say, you know, bring up all the cancer stuff. I'm talking about cancer. Now it's this. This is what it is now. It's like, okay, best of luck on this one, bro. Best yeah. of luck. So. Then uh, Vince says uh, it's going to be a night we won't forget, and then calls himself brilliant. After that, AJ Styles comes out. Uh, he says, so I guess neither <laughs> – and then, you know, my analysis here was, I guess neither of us gets the better talent. They do what they want officially. Wild card means they have no structure, which means we know how nothing works, which means how do you make programs that matter? Well, everyone just went on their show. Like, <laughs> So Vince and Styles talk, and by this point it's been 20 minutes and there's no wrestling. Uh, Styles asks, uh, what is he doing? I finally get to Raw, and then you have SmackDown people here. And Vince says, there, there's an explanation for that. This wild card rule that I made up five minutes ago. Styles says, it's convenient. I spent years on SmackDown building it up. I sink my teeth into Raw, and now you bring over Roman Reigns. He gets booed uh, when he says that. So Vince is helping Reigns now. 
what? Um, yeah. <laughs> if that's how this works, maybe I should go and bring my friends to SmackDown. Rollins comes out uh, and says, the house you built, the show you built, 20 years you know, that, that has been around, you know, the one it was there before you and has been fine since you left. Um, AJ Styles might be the single best SmackDown performer ever, so I don't know what the fuck Seth Rollins is talking about, but... <laughs> um, it is like... It's cl- like, obviously, it's just stuff to say is rhetoric. It was like, clearly, he told he took that off of John Cena when he beat John Cena. It signified that he was a, he was now the ace of SmackDown um, because that was a, that was a line that, that John Cena made. Like, I'm sorry. Like, do we go back in time and do you go back and say, hey, John Cena, you didn't build this fucking house. Bruno did. Fuck you mean. <laughs> or Hogan did. Fuck you mean. Ron Austin. Like, no, it's like, whatever. It's just you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I just, AJ doesn't have a time machine to, to be in 2003 on SmackDown. Unfortunately, yeah, you know, um, I mean, he was around to be on a SmackDown six, but at, at, at that point, they didn't want him because he was too small. And then it's like, oh, now, now look at all your top guys, except for Roman Reigns. That's funny. Um, Vince is like, y'all want to run it, essentially. And <laughs> and he makes AJ and Seth team up. Seth says he ain't doing it. Vince makes him do it anyway. So we've established that Roman Reigns can do what he wants, and Seth got to listen to Vince. These are now the established rules, James. I mean, that's how it's always been. Yeah. So Seth Rollins is wearing that belt, but he's not the man. And this whole thing proves it. Um, From there, we got... Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin. Lashley's by himself. Corbin came out. Crowd was pissed before he even comes out. This was the good wrestlers versus bad wrestlers tag team match. Um, you know, and at this point, I saw those two and just checked out. You know, y'all had to tell me how the match was. I just saw the finish. Um, it, 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 you want me to give you a synopsis yeah. of the match? Okay, yeah. pretty much it was anything you can do, I can do better deal between AJ and, and Seth where – Seth does. Seth comes in and does like uh, a similar version of the the AJ drop down, jump over, uh, uh, drop kick uh, spot, and then AJ tags in and does his version. Um, it was his was better because AJ or Seth wasn't like trying to make it as pretty as as AJ's. Then there's another spot that was similar. AJ does it, does it his second or whatever, and then all of a sudden. Um, there's mal- there's two malfunctions at the junctions between them two, and the second one ends up leading to. Uh, Corbin in a situation where he's in the ring with Seth. And, uh, they're both legal men. AJ goes for phenomenal forearm. Corbin gets out of the way, yep. and he ends up uh, falling through and hitting uh, Seth. And then he rolls out the ring, and then uh, he's left to fight by himself. And then Corbin ends up pinning the universe champion. Before <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in between, while all this happened, happening, right? Like we've been seeing right over the last few you know months that Lashley is trying to. Uh, almost like trying to get some respect by doing the the, the big E uh, spears apron apron spear you know from from the apron to the floor, and this time he tried it and he got caught up in the ropes and luckily he has no neck and he's strong as hell because he landed stomach first on the apron and then his head uh, uh, landed on the floor but his hands were out or out so he was able to catch himself first mm-hmm. so but at first it was horror but it was still horrifying at the time but he gets pops up immediately and starts you know like i'm good it was it was very similar to um extreme rules 2012 when when uh brock lesnar damn near killed himself and said he has no neck yeah. same same regular thing but um yeah and I, and I thought to myself wow um 
this dude is we have we we've been around this one dude that was a former NXT champion uh in his first year in his rookie year on the main roster was an Intercontinental champion he then became one of the most successful tag teams and factions in WWE history, the merch seller, and he has like a thousand times charisma of a Bobby Lashley solo act, and yet we still have not done anything to push Big E yet. And the only difference between those two is one is tall and one is not necessarily is one is average height. So therefore, all the everything else but height uh, is the difference. Is like. And you wonder why the star machine, the star making machine, has been broken for over a decade. Yeah, um, Sami Zayn was out next to tell us how much we suck for asking these shows to make a lick of sense. And he said Roman is over for SmackDown. <laughs> he didn't say it like he didn't say it like that. That's how you internalize it. Correct. Um, so he basically is out there. Um, it's like he was already on Twitter and read people like panning this wild card rule shit and he came out with the immediate response like um you know how they say jay-z recorded super ugly like super quick or whatever after <laughs> like like oh, like this, this is how fast this man came with response he was like um he's like you guys are gonna get a match for the title tonight what do you got uh let's be fair i watched the whole thing <laughs> say that. yeah um, he's like, let's be fair. I watched the whole thing. Sounds like it was great. Uh, the difference is when I enjoy something, I enjoy it. And you, you are still you. You are stuck with the same miserable personality and the same person you are. So Sami Zayn is now 2011 finals. Uh, LeBron James, apparently, um, he said complaining is easy. You're all cowards. It's the easy way out. And then Braun Strowman hits. So James, uh, we can take our victory lap because we said it would be either Braun Strowman or Miz that would eventually come get this man. And after four weeks, it was time for Braun Strowman to whoop his ass. So, oh, another thing I also mentioned on a pre on a prior show that like when Daniel Bryan comes back, he might show up on Raw for all we fuck for all we know because uh, the brand play had not finished yet. And sure enough, look who was there on Monday. You know. Headlining, main eventing, you know. <laughs> yeah. And man, it was main eventing Raw as a SmackDown guy. Yeah. So, uh, that's your workhorse, y'all. That, that, that's that's him. Um, Zayn ran from Strowman. Uh, he's got a low cut, like a real psycho. Strowman goes to the crowd to meet Zayn. Zayn hits it, and they run off and disappear. And the Lucha Dragons were out to start the hour. Uh, and then Renee Young says something. It's a little late for Cinco de Mayo. I cringed. Uh, then they cut backstage. And wait a second, isn't Lisa Dorado uh, Puerto Rican? Yes. So Sami Zayn was running from Strowman backstage until he got to a dead end. Zayn threw stuff at him and almost escaped. He then he literally beats Sami Zayn's ass and throws him in a dumpster. So get over for four weeks, literally get thrown in the chat trash. That's the payoff, James. For all these <laughs> all these all this good work, all these promos. Uh you get no money in the bank match. You get no qualifying match. You get nothing but your ass handed to you and thrown in the dumpster. It's been a yep. great it's been a great career, Sami Zayn. <laughs> Lucha House can party squash the bums. Moving on. Ping, ping. It's ricochet time. Uh, ricochet and Bobby Roode have a match that not a soul in the building cares about. Um, Tell them the stipulation. 
Tell them the stipulation. Okay, yeah. Actually, I'm getting there. So okay. they, so Ping Ping is ricochet time. Then they showed Natalia backstage. All this is within like like a minute of each other. Super, <laughs> nothing but crash TV. So uh, Lacey asks Natty and Naomi to come out during their match. They open these envelopes, and Naomi says, "This is this smells like peach cobbler. Uh, what the hell is this?" Um, and she says she's going to give Lacey her woman's right and left, and. The Miz was sitting backstage looking for Shane McMahon. I was like, this is this is just a million miles an hour. Um, the stipulation of the Rude-Ricochet match was if Bobby Rude defeats Ricochet, he gets his spot in the Money in the Bank, even though he's already defeated this man. So um, Rude opened up, kicking the shit out of Ricochet. Ricochet hits some fast moves until he gets cut off on a springboard. Rude gets the heat. Ricochet takes the momentum back with a moonsault out the corner. Hit his comeback until a spine buster gave Rue control. The crowd is in silence. Uh, Ricochet makes another comeback, and that crowd halfway cares, and he gets the win with the 630. Okay. I, I can't so, believe yep. the, the, this crowd. Like, can they have made the crowd go silent during Ricochet matches. I This is like, <laughs> this is fucking yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, also, Ricochet crushed Rue with that 630. Uh, crushed him. Like, I thought he may have, like, got the wind knocked out of him or broke a rib or something. Um, yeah, so you also missed, uh, or you missed one thing in while all that stuff, all that rundown. Because remember, like, I was watching the show, and I'm just like, yo, like, the, it's a typical, it's a, it's a, it's a classic James Boyd saying, like, like, the meat was trash, but the buns was excellent. Because the beginning of this show, like, you got the tag match uh, between the two t- the two big stars, and that match was fine. And then, like, once the nine, once we get to eight fifty, it's just a disaster until like until Roman brings his ass out to try to like Roman and Kofi and Brian come out to try to say the album at the end and the last hour of the show. So Crazy. while you ran through all that stuff, you forgot they did a, a WrestleMania thirty five recap between McIntyre and Roman to hype their match at the ten o'clock hour. That most match was a month ago. Jesus, it's like why would you even show that? Like, <laughs> it's a month ago. Who gives a shit? Like all you need to say it was a recap, or all you need to say is like, yeah, they had a match last year, and they even alluded to it. Like, just say it's WrestleMania rematch. We don't like. It wasn't even like it was a good match to hype or to to try to say like, don't you want to see that again? No, I don't. And like, luckily, like they had a better match than they did at WrestleMania. Yeah, they um, I don't know why um. I'll skip that. I lost my train of thought. But uh, I'm sure I'll come back. Oh, uh, Cesaro and Cedric Alexander. Neither of these guys have been seen since that first um, (laughs) joint. Um, So after that, we had a Samoa Joe flashback video. They showed Ray Mysterio beating him last week. Uh, They announced Joe and Ray uh, again at Money in the Bank. Dominic goes to get Ray Mysterio water, but Joe follows him and is going. Was that a rib? God damn it. It, the young it guy, was. The young, the it was. young guy going to get the water for the vet. It is a rib. For the legend. It is a rib. Okay. That's petty. I just noticed that. Um, but Samoa Joe follows him like it's going to be a scene out of Oz. I was scared for Dominic. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, like you after I guess quickly after the bin segment, you uh or the trash bin segment with Sami Zayn, you put up a, the RIP graphic, or whatever else. And then like after I saw Sam, or <laughs> I saw Samoa Joe walking into commercial break while following behind Dominic, well, he's going to sort. I was like, you need to go ahead and get that Dominic Mysterio uh, joint up right now. He's, <laughs> he's fin- him finna die, not he, him finna die. So so Dominic tries to speak. But Joe cuts him off and just fucking melts him with the fury of a thousand suns in his promo. I can't even like recap it. It was just incredible. It was uh, like something out of a scary straight segment. Like yes. he just had the young boy up against a concrete wall, a center just block, yelling at him while he's sweating. He, he just he just shouting this young man down, and he just intimidated. He came with that man in the eye. Yeah, just you know, and he talked about his uncle Eddie. Oh man, yeah, he's small. Joe's just fucking. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's alluding to like, oh yeah, in kayfabe, you're actually, you know, you're actually a damn Guerrero, but yeah, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. Um, so all the women came out after Lacey came out. Uh, so that means Alexa was there. Uh, Ru, nope, not Ruby, uh, because they don't let her be seen anymore since the rise. Have we seen her since the brand split? No. Um, so it was Natty, Naomi, Alicia, I believe. No, no, no. Natty, Naomi, uh, Dana Brooke. Uh, That's Dana. right. Dana. Dana came out dressed yep. like like Liv Morgan or whatever. So. Yes, yes, with the, with a checkered top, looking like a looking like a damn uh, Holly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those four all had to watch the match. You know, this is how we got our all our women on the show right here, James. And yeah, yeah, and they have a thirty nine second match. Allie, or she, she fights someone named Allie Katrina. Um, she beats her in 39 seconds, kills a driver with the right hand. Then they show the punch in slow motion on the replay. So you can see Lacey slapping the fuck out of her arm for yep. the sound of the contact, which like yep. completely exposes, exposes her move. And that yep. actually was like one of the better, like looking moves. And then like, it just shows you like, yo, she's not coming close to making contact. This is actually how it's done. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, Expose yeah, the business. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. And also another thing is like or one thing I want to make note of is like I don't know who the who the indie wrestler was in the ring with her, but she, but that indie wrestler had a championship tan on. <laughs> so after the match, um Lacey cut a country ass promo where her southern accent was just like just killing me and she was like, Y'all all deserve the front row seat to see what a lady is capable of when Becky loses everything. And Lacey rec- then recited several other robotic lines about people not, they better not cash in on her. And it, I was like, wow, people call Charlotte robotic. What then? What the fuck is this? Like, so, <laughs> so Becky comes out to save this segment. Becky fucks her up and, you know, runs her off essentially. And yeah, she, they tease like she's going to put her in a disarmor, but she rolled out because I'm guessing that's saving that because that's the money spot for the match. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan um, was backstage. Look square in the camera. He said, Kofi Kingston's constant shilling, uh, pancakes, and merchandise is a threat to our existence. Not for the future of WWE, but the future of humanity, James. Brian said he's going to correct the course of human history. Uh, so, Dan Bryan is not in agreement with the first black. Sh- Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, Brian has a fresh tan. I noticed this at that point. So, he's been off for a month, resting, recuperating. Uh, 
So after that, the Usos were shown backstage. And um, after that, we got a Viking Raiders. Uh, they were shown backstage, sneakily goofy or goofily sneaking around the like the backstage area, and it was like, "What are they up to?" Yeah. Now, now, yeah. So because they, you have to set, you have to set the, you have to set the table for what's going to come and happen. Yeah. So the Long Island boys gotten a bunch of offense on Hanson to start the match. At least a smooth like it felt like two minutes until Hanson took over. Then they hit their finish, and Cole says they beat the champions before the ref even, like, finished counting like he's reading off a, a script. Michael Cole fucking sucks, y'all. And, and he sounds like he doesn't have a soul while he says this. Um, after that, we got more Bray Wyatt, Firefly, Funhouse shit, moving on. Um, <laughs> sock puppet voices. A rabbit got his head torn off, so Melser actually had tweeted, maybe he's down with MBS. So, um, wow. yeah. Okay. So, all right. So the rambling rabbit, I guess, supposed to be the fact that he used to ramble all the fucking time. The, uh, mercy, the buzzard was because he used to wear the Hawaiian shirts, like one of the mercy, that old gimmick. Uh, and then sister, you know, Abby is sister Abigail. And I guess that means that when the mercy just murdered the rambling bad part of Bray Wyatt that people thought was just like, you know, just, uh, exhausting. Maybe that's what that's a metaphor for. I'm really, I'm, I'm honestly, op- I'm honestly trying with this Bray Wyatt thing, but it's like, just like everything else is like, like all that stuff and like in trying to be meta, like that's that's cool or whatever else. But like, what happens once you have to like ap- apply that to the actual, uh, the actual like interaction of the, the fighting stars and also the wrestling matches and building programs like i'm like do whatever you want but like when we get to that like let's see what happens then and it, it looks like it's gonna be more it's gonna be more bray white bullshit like once it happens like uh you know if they able if they're able to figure out how to make it work this time around in a way that it wasn't working previously i'll i'll, I'll tell you when it when it does but right now i'm not no yeah, I'm, that, not, that, I'm, not, that, uh, I'm not. I'm not optimistic about it. That Firefly Funhouse shit like comes on the screen and like I black out. Like it's like oh. yeah, yeah, I I nothing like. Oh yeah, and and they they went for another creep moment with a creepy moment when they had like the kids like because obviously it's a kids show so the kids should be like interactive and happy every time someone says something and he's like she like you know enthusiastic while saying things and he's supposed to get the kids would be like yay they're just sitting there like looking straight ahead. And it's supposed to give you the 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 idea. It's supposed to be creepy because almost like a horror movie where are these kids? You know, isn't it creepy that the kids aren't like responding the way they should? Uh, especially, but what really is going on is like you look at the you. I, I saw it again on SmackDown. It's like these kids look straight ahead. Like these kids don't look like uh, creepy or haunting. They look bored. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like there's a kid on the far left. Uh, like I think he's holding like a basketball or something like that, and he's literally like trying to stay awake. I'm not even joking. He looks, he like, looks like I'm, like I'm so bored. Like modern kids, what the fuck would they do in a Firefly Funhouse? Like these kids want to play video games. Like the the kids that are like younger now, like nah, man, they ain't got no time for this shit. Like <laughs> so, um. Seth Rollins cut a promo backstage. Uh, he looked directly in the camera. He said Styles. Yes. Uh, made his point by hitting him 
you know, it doesn't matter whether it was an accident or on purpose. You made your point clear when you hit me in the mouth. Next time you walk in, away from me, it'll be with two black eyes and a broken face. I do not believe tough guy Seth Rollins. I just don't know why. Look, so it was like it was like tough guy Sean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> actually no but 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 tough guy sean actually would, would do something he'd be like my style is my style but no i can believe it a little more when i'm talking about tough guy when i'm talking about tough guy sean you know exactly what I'm, talking about. I'm talking about like that picture of him next to steve austin going to wrestlemania yeah. 14 when he has that single strand of hair going out of his face yes. and making me face like bro steve austin is gonna gonna eat your face off bro get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> but Shawn Michaels was a way better actor than Seth Rollins is. So um, after that, we get the Roman Reigns. That, that's because he wasn't acting. He was high. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the demons and not Finn yeah. Balor. Um, so we got the Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match. Uh, James mentioned went better than it did at WrestleMania. Uh, Roman Reigns came out faint women cheers, no bass underneath. Didn't hear the booze. Um, McIntyre tried yeah, to headbutt yeah. a Samoan. Uh, he got a spear uh, at the end, and then Shane and Elias showed up. Uh, Shane avoids, or excuse me, and then it was all beat down, DQ, everything like that. Um, match was like cool, like you know. It, 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 the match was not going well until they started like you know trading back and forth shots. Um, like they, they were they slapped on two they slapped on two. They had him uh, slap on two rest holes. He's like, yo, you're fucking killing me. And then it picked up, and the crowd got back into it, which, like, also, uh, it helped because they were, like, they were really throwing each other around and, like, being the crap out of each other. So that was cool that the crowd responded. So after um, yeah. So after that, um, basically, the in-ring portion ends when McIntyre gives him a Claymore kick. Shane actually, uh, Miz ran out with a chair, and he chased Shane Man away. Eliza didn't, didn't give a fuck at all. Um, and after that smart man, and then, uh, you know, that Claymore kick happened and then they cut backstage where Shane is running from the media and no, 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 no. He's running down a hallway. He ducks off. Like almost like he ducked the car. Like he's running away from like, he's like on a police chase from the cops. And like, you get so far ahead. You just like basically pull off and like the cut, right. right pull off in the cut. And he, and then like, a peripheral's gone, so Miz just runs right, just breezes right past. So as he Miz breezes past, uh, Shane comes from like the hole that he kind of hid himself in and looks around like, is he really gone? And then all of a sudden, gotcha journalist uh, Charlie Caruso hops her ass from from out of nowhere. Yeah, like you know, we talk about archives from out of nowhere. We talk about interviews from out of nowhere. It was almost like those uh, like those um private invest and guess uh private investigative uh like reports. From like local news, where also they gray run up on somebody, be like, "Hey, we heard you scam this old lady for awesome <laughs> for, for fun. Where the fuck you come from? Like you just hopped out of a random van. Like that, that's, that's like, what she did. Yeah. She literally just hopped out on this man. That's, he was like, oh, no questions, no answers. Get away from me. So hey, that's yeah. like, that's like if somebody would have hopped out the bush on Carlos Boozer in 2004. We heard you took that blind. You told that blind man you was gonna sign, but you you didn't. <laughs> and, and you went to the jazz. <laughs> Boozer, I'm like, hey man, get up out of here. I can't answer no questions. Oh my god, you lied to that blind man, Car- Carlos. Any comment? I wasn't ready for that. I'm even the 
if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, look up Carlos Boozer Gordon Gund, G-U-N-D. Um, yeah, you, you'll you'll understand. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so, um, oh my god! So wow. so yeah wow. so so. Miz and Shane end up getting in a fight after this. After Shane like avoids the interview, doesn't want to answer any questions from Charlie, uh, and she had the cameras follow him as he like went towards a limo. Miz appeared and and beat his ass with the chair, and Shane kicked him in the dick and escaped in the limo. And yes, yeah. After that, and this and uh, and because of the because of the setup to where they have Charlie, um. The, the 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 Charlie run up the Charlie uh, teleportation uh, interview, they were able to get some a good shot a, a nice shot of still action between it, them fighting around backstage, um in the you know the arena or the backstage area and it's like there were no there weren't five million cuts on every single strike it, it's you know the camera didn't shake uncontrollably like there's a damn earthquake like there's a damn five on Richter scale so like. It was one of some of like the not because then we'd rarely see backstage action like we used to. So it was like it was kind of refreshing to kind of see that even for the short amount of time that we got it for like, I guess, 30 seconds or so. But that, but that was cool. Up next is probably the worst scene that's happened on WWE TV this year. Um, probably. Yeah, I feel like we've gone through a lot of trash. So, uh, Luke Gallows and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson against the Revival. This match never happens. So subterfuge. So they showed the uh, the back shaving from last week. So for the Revival, it's only getting worse, um, as alluded to in that WWE.com article. The Usos came out on stage and they talked about Usi Hot, not Icy Hot, Usi Hot. Um, yeah, so the Usos basically, um, yeah, um, the revival ended up having like feelings from the icy hot inside of their draws, and they start jumping up and down, rubbing their crotches and asses on on the mat, and cr- like cr- it was horrible, just uh, absolutely okay. horrible. C- couple couple questions, so. Did they say that they switched some like lotion or something for Usi Hot, or was it just they were putting on any old thing because reasons? Because like, why would you put Icy Hot on your balls on purpose? And better yet, like, and let's say it was it was it was Icy Hot, but it was really supposed to be lotion. Why are you putting lotion on your asshole? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, in that like, I look. No shade. I don't know how none of that works, but like that sounds like a good way to get diaper rash. Like you're a damn eighteen month year old. So, I, so I've never seen. I don't. I I've never seen the Usi Hot in stores, so I can't. I can't tell you exactly how the Usi Hot works. No, no, I'm not talking about. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm saying there are two things. Either a they knew it was Icy Hot. They were putting Icy Hot all over their bodies, which is like why would you put Icy Hot on your balls and your junk to begin with? Or b you would have thought it was lotion or some type of like moisturizer, and then the question is: once you once you run your ass like a damn dog, uh, with with you know, on the mat ass first, trying to get you know a scratch in, yeah, that friction. means that you put that shit on your asshole. So explain to me <laughs> why you why were you putting lotion on your booty hole? I need I need, look. I don't want answers, but I need answers. You know why? I, I don't. What is going on here? Why are people putting? Why are you putting lotion on your asshole? Because this is a side effect when you refuse to sign the contract WWE owes you. Uh, 
these dudes are getting embarrassed left and right, and it's just they want to. They are really upset that these guys do not want to take their money, and this was embarrassing. This was just like the absolute zero uh, to quote James of professional wrestling. <laughs> this was not Bret Hart's pro wrestling. This was just. If you you guys have seen the gifts, and it's like all this is going to do is make people feel more sorry for the revival, and it's just going to make them bigger. And these people don't get it; like they don't know that just burying them and beating them and embarrassing them will make them stronger. Like it literally is like you know they say you step on a roach and and, and another one's going to come out of, out of it. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. It's like yo. Just fucking, like, do something with them. Like, just don't put them on TV. Like, if you don't want to use them, like, send their ass home. But, no, this company wants wants to be vindictive and, 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 and teach a lesson and just... <sighs> My thing is, this didn't help the Usos get over. No. It's, like, it's making you, them look like, worse. You, like, the Usos like, revival at, feud is this, James. Like, you look at what? the... Is it a, is it a, is it a feud? <laughs> I mean, they've been um, doing stuff week to week. And they, are they going to wrestle? It'd be nice. All right. Well, you let me know when they wrestle. But if you look at what they did tonight in their tag match, and then you look at what this is, and I can't think of a time where you had people on a back to back, like from even from like week to week, now I can remember, or like show to sh- like basically from show to show, like go from either way from something so great to something so fucking you know worst of wrestling, or or the opposite in like back to back shows. Like they went from. One of the best show, one of the best matches of the year on TV tonight. To in uh, the night before, they had the worst the worst segment of television on on, on WWE television this year. Like it is wow, wow. But yeah, um, the thing for me is like just beat them. Like if you want to, you know, like if you want to put them to use or whatever else, like you embarrassing them ain't gonna do none for. Um, your TV because you're making the TV shit. So the best thing that the rival do are wrestle matches. Beat the, uh, beat the piss out of them. Get people over at the expense of them. And the thing is, now that you're embarrassing like this, when you do eventually put them in the ring, nobody's going to benefit from beating them because they're fucking jabrones. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just... And like, I it's think... one. It's one thing to be. A, it's it's one thing to be a prelim guy. It's another thing to be a a complete goofball jabron and nobody respects or whatever else. You're guarding them zero respects in zero, and they have no credibility. Even I mean, and you know, except for the people that remember them from NXT. So it's like, I mean, you you got nothing. There's nothing for you to gain by benefit from embarrassing these dudes like this. And like now, it's even worse. So like, whenever you eventually put them back in the ring. Nobody's gonna benefit from beating them, so it's like, what's the point? Take them off TV now, break them up, do something, send their ass home. I don't know. Yeah, um, they they're just tone deaf. Like I, just just horrible. Just throw this shit in the bin uh, for all our uh, listeners over in the UK. So um, Kofi cut a king, uh, promo looking directly at the camera. Uh, he showed that uh, the impossible was possible. Why was it impossible, James? The Booker Man. Um, he said he's going to retain the title and send Brian back to where he came from. Then all of a sudden, um, no way Jose was out there. And I was shocked that he was still alive. Um, and then Lars Sullivan came out there and kicked his ass. So after that, they showed Naomi being inducted into the boys and girls club, uh, alumni hall of fame. 
at this point, she was the Raw Wrestler of the Week. Yep. <laughs> she, she really was. She was the first woman to, from WWE to receive the honor. So, good for Naomi. Um, after that, Vince was backstage on the phone with somebody. Uh, he said Elias and Shane didn't count as part of the wild card rule. Lars uh, went, went into the office uh, looking hairy and swole as ever. Vince told whoever was on the phone that it's now four who could show up on each show. Uh, after that, you know, we're going to find out whenever, you know, if that maintains or whatever. After see that, what I mean? Yeah. You see what I mean by how the TV, like, lets me, like, tells you and informs you that, like, these are designations for the people that were mentioned where it was Lars, Kofi, Daniel Bryan, and Roman. And when you say, you know, Kofi, you probably think, like, the New Day also by extension. So, like... If it was like, why would it, why would why like it makes no sense? It like it, the TV is saying something different from what the the online is saying because why would he need to change the designation from three to four to accommodate Lars for one fucking show? It's Vince McMahon. It's WWE booking. We shouldn't care this. Okay, for that pause, guys. For, for this, it's a it's a audio medium. That was that was literally that was literally was uh, Rich shrugging in, in in the difference, and I was like, okay, well, they can't hear that, so there you go. Yeah, I had to sorry about in. that. But um, <laughs> after that, we got a WWE title match between uh, Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Pretty good match. Um, Got the clean win. Kofi Kingston defend the championship. I thought it was going to be a situation where Kevin Owens would break it up and then they would turn it to a three-way feud, but that was not to be. Um, and this was uh, pretty good. You know, a lot of, like, I think the finishing sequence was pretty hot, and Kofi yeah. looked good here. Yeah, and they Brian also played into – yeah, they actually played into the WrestleMania match, except um, there was a spot in the WrestleMania match where uh, – Kofi, you know, injures his, his ribs, so then Daniel Bryan starts isolating the ribs with with uh, mid kicks, and then eventually, you know, Kofi starts hulking up with the mid kicks. In this case, um, he got in a good submission with the uh, with the yes lock, and then or the no lock, whatever the hell he's calling it, these little bell lock actually. And then uh, he he starts kicking the arm, and then Kofi like powers, you know, overcomes the all the kicks, and then he gets his comeback in. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, so that was Monday Night Raw, and they had one women's show, on, a women's match on the show. It went 39 seconds, and they were all in the same segment. Uh, the fate is relatively similar in uh, SmackDown, so all this tells me, James, is when the times get tough, the women get shunted to the side, and this is kind of like an aside to our conversation on Sunday, which I feel like they don't actually believe in the women's division. They put them in the main event of WrestleMania like they because they literally pick people for this shit and there's not enough support throughout the division or they they make it to where there's not enough support to actually push them and push the talented women in the, in there that could be earning the spots that Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley the TV time they're getting like this is troubling and all this, James, and, and I th- and I and I would like to address the people that were celebrating on Twitter, right, for an extra eighty thousand views viewers this week, James. This is what people were going nuts over, where they were calling this some type of victory. Yeah, um, it's a victory that they apparently like just 
just barely stayed out of having a, a sub uh, two million viewer th- third hour, and it's like, okay, whatever. Like, first off, like I'm not the person that is uh, celebrating that their that their uh, ratings are bad. I am the one. I am more or less marveling at the fact that they're this bad, uh, and it's not like. I don't know that there are year-to-year drops on TV on average. It's the fact that like the the year-to-year average for WWE is like so much lo- so much uh, worse than what it should be compared to the rest of television, and that it's been getting worse since WrestleMania. Um, and I talked to you about this off air. Uh, like I feel like you know a lot of people were on the Chad program when Chad you know when he heard that they made Lesnar the champion again at uh, or Crown Jewel. He was like, I'm expediting my process. Like, I was, I was gonna get to WrestleMania 35 and then kind of call it quits, but now, I, you know, at that point in time, he decided to wrap it up until he decided to, you know, look at, you know, more wrestling around the world. Um, and now, you know, his fandom, you know, he's happier now as far as his wrestling, you know, fan, fandom. So, but yeah, it's it, it feel if it seems like a lot of people were kind of where Chad was at that time, where it's like. You know, I believe as he said it on on the on on the show, he's like, "Look, I'm tired of getting poked with the stick, and at at the WrestleMania 35, I'm gonna take that stick and bring it on me, and I'm gonna tell you to go to hell." Dude, so I can't right. do it with as much passion as he did. He was <laughs> that was a ten minute rant, but but yeah, that's that's kind of what it feels like right now. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like they like built, that was the exit. Like point. they did they did different things with the show. Like their promos backstage were great. Um, I thought like I thought the Kofi uh, backstage uh, promo, the 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 one with Seth, the one with uh, Brian backstage, who are looking directly in camera. There's no interview, asking stupid questions, so they can just pretend that they use them as as a you know a signing board to actually get to what they're actually going to say and not looking the camera. Um, I thought that was great. I thought the the backstage thing with Brian and um, well, not Brian, but with uh, Shane and and Miz. And, and Miz is cool. I'm tired. Ty- I'm getting kind of tired of the fact that like Miz always getting left laying and all these fucking things. He's a baby face. Can he, can he like stand tall for once? Jesus. Um, you know, uh, then, then you have, um, or more 50, 50. I remember the one time when he showed up on SmackDown for the, you know, shake up or whatever, but that's it. Every day, every other time he's getting his ass whooped. And then, uh, you know, they had the two big matches that were advertised throughout the entire show. They, you know, like, but they're going to need like, like you look at that stretch from from Sami Zayn to Roman Reigns bring bring it coming out like it was, it was I mean Sami Sami murdered I'm sorry Miz Miz is at the dress at Shane's dress room Sami gets murdered Lucha House Party squashes somebody we get the recap for for, for Miz and, and McIntyre we get the the Peach Cobbler deal uh, we get the, the 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 Bobby Roode match it was Ricochet to try to justify why the fuck he lost two weeks ago even though it does this means they're the fifty fifty geeks. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get Joe Joe dressing now Dominic backstage. Uh, Lacey's one minute match. Becky beating this woman down after she just had a match. Uh, Brian backstage promo. Usos sneaking around. Edge has versus War Raiders. Firefly Funhouse. Uh, recap of AJ bailing on Seth backstage promo with Seth saying he'll break uh, AJ's face. McIntyre versus Reigns. Like. That was a shitty nine o'clock hour, and and it's like you get this hour right because if you read half of that stuff off on paper, oh that's interesting, that might be interesting, that might be interesting, but the presentation of it is so horrible. Like when you when you factor in this wild card rule stuff that they're just kind of throwing on you out of nowhere, it's that, a bunch of nothing happening. Shit is happening in the nine o'clock hour, and then Vince will come out there and act like he doesn't know who's 
like there for the wild card thing. It was like, yo, just show a little bit of like transparency with the audience. Come out and actually make the announcement. Hey, this is what we're doing for the wild card people. There are people here. You will see them tonight, and and leave it at that. Like and but go. The thing, and the, thing, the, the thing is, Rich, you gotta remember, this isn't, and they've been doing this for Jesus since fucking Vince, uh, since the screw job, since '97. Like, this is not a wrestling show. This is a TV show about a rest. Or sorry, this is not a wrestling federation. This is a TV. This is a TV show. A drama. This is a drama about a about what the inner workings of a wrestling federation would be like if it was a comedy slash drama slash horror slash variety show, whatever other genres you want to throw in. And they do none well. So like that's, that's the, that these are, these are repercussions of that. Like they can't just have people, you know, just say, okay, let's cut the bullshit. Like this is what we're doing. It, it has to be the nonsense of, we're going to do an announcement and then we're going to have Roman Reigns cut him off. And then like, he says he's here. And then like, we're going to have Vince change, change the plans. And like, we never actually hear what his actual real idea was. And like, in fact, we're just supposed to believe that like, what was the last match on the show? Hold on. Brian and Kofi. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm getting my point. What was oh, the last I know match? what you mean. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Give me one second. Back no conga lines. Yeah, like in reality, the real last match on the show was supposed to be, I guess, like uh, was supposed to be um, the Usos versus the the club. In reality, that was supposed to be the main event of tonight's show. Or, or no, but, no, Gallows and Anderson versus versus the revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Gallows and Anderson versus the club versus the revival was actually meant to be the main event of Monday Night Raw until Reigns Reigns decided to bring his country ass out, along with Kofi decided to bring his <laughs> ass out, and Brian and everybody else like. You know, want to mash universe like it's almost as if they watch fucking Avengers. Like they they're doing a multiverse. Let's try to do it with our shit. Except like y'all don't have the kind of planning or foresight or thought to do, to do that. Like y'all just y'all just threw shit together. Like there's no thought. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's in it's in. You know, I'm not trying to compare. I'm not actually really trying to compare though. Just I just just to get the joke off. But like y'all just doing shit. Yeah, man. Just more doing shit. And doing like, shit. will it matter next week? No. Because apparently the people that decided to do this, they're not even going to be here next week. It's going to be like next week is going to be, I don't know, Charlotte, uh, Randy Orton, uh, the uh, heavy machinery and uh, let, let's say uh, let's say Alistair Black. Yeah, let's say Alistair Alistair Black. Black. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like next week. Yeah, man. Um Yeah, that's going to wrap up the raw review. Um Oh, did you get happen to catch a Mojo Raleigh uh, promo that um, oh, one of our listeners sent to us? So apparently, Go ahead. okay. Go ahead. So they they brought Mojo Raleigh out there, and let me pull um, um, him up. That actually sent it to us. Okay, at Dre Zara. So sent the. He was like, "You guys have to review this. This was during the Raw break. So Mojo Raleigh brings his country ass out there, and this man has lightning bolts painted on his face, or what, whatever the fuck this is, right, Bruh, He's out there looking like. I'm, is he more? Is he more Luna Vachon or more Bonacano? You tell me which one he looks more. I like think he looks more like Luna Vachon. Okay, thank you. Okay, I, 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 it's so up to you. this man's cutting this serious ass promo about the shattered man that he was. So I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be like, uh, like broken glass over his face, but like he's oh, cutting. Shit. Is this, he Mr. Glass? He's cutting is, is, this serious. Is he, is he Mr. Glass? I don't know. 
I don't even know what it is. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. I'm going to send you a video. I ain't going to tell you the content because it really don't matter. Basically, there was a there was a there was a uh, movie from like a decade ago called I think it's Unbro- Unbreakable Unbroken some shit like that with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson and they think they're superheroes but they're um but they're not really but in reality like people think they're crazy people but in reality they actually have superpowers so turns out at the end of it Samuel L. Jackson the dude in the wheelchair is actually a villain and you got to see the wig he's wearing it's, it's preposterous it's hilarious so at the end of it like apparently like. He was a villain, and he ends up getting off. He's killing a bunch of people in like this terrorist plot. And then at the end of it, he goes, "Like what? What did you do?" The Bruce was like, "What did you do?" And he goes, "They called me Mr. Glass." God damn it! <laughs> Is that what Kanye was talking about on um, Through the Wire? Unbreakable. That's why they call me Mr. Glass or something like that. Yes, yes, that's exactly what. Yes, okay. yes, yes, that's exactly what that was from. Yes, yes. So, so Mojo has his country ass out here, and he's cutting this dead serious ass promo about. You know, being a shattered man and talking about the powerful wrestler he is now. I'm looking at this dude, right? And this thing is happening, like, during one of the breaks. So you don't see this on TV. They blacked everything out, and he's just standing there on the apron just, like, literally pouring his heart out. And then I was like, you look absolutely fucking ridiculous with this painted on your face. I can't take a word you're saying seriously. Quit leave the business like the way i was just looking at it like this character like no this is not it no nope. who sent you out here to look to look like this where did you paint up like this because you were not wearing this in the room <laughs> remember the street runners mi- series mixtapes yes remember they used to have the the, the uh, buddy used to come out here he used to say all the funny stuff and he used to be like where did you find this like yes. yeah where yeah mojo where this? did you find this <laughs> Like no, this this is some real exclusive shit here. Where do you fo- where do you find this gimmick? Because this is preposterous. Yeah, um, I'm gonna play a couple of the lines uh, from this. I, I'm just oh, gonna play God. it up again. Do we have to? Do we really have to? So I I I, I would like the people to hear it that that didn't hear. Got new music also for this. He's got a bodysuit on too. You knew who Mojo Riley was. I didn't. As always, y'all were wrong. You see, I spent a lot of time recently reflecting upon the shattered man that I saw looking back at me in the mirror. Holding myself accountable for all of my shortcomings and all of my weaknesses. And that takes power. That takes more power than any of you possess. Any of you who go home late. This man's dead serious, James, and then he has this shit painted on his face. Yeah, and And like, he looks like... And you see failure. Yeah, he looks like a... He looks like, like the villain. He looks like one of these, like, Goon villains that like get this get dispatched by a superhero in like the first like five seconds of a of a of a fight scene, but and he's dressed like that, and then he comes out and he talks with that accent, and you're just like, where did they find this fucking guy? <laughs> I see failure and you do nothing about it. 
well, that ain't me. That ain't Mojo Raleigh. And now I'm here. I'm finally here, ready to show the world what I've salvaged. He got to change his name. He got to change his name. He got to change his career path. He needs to change the company he wrestles in. He needs to holler at Gronk and see what, what type of post-football uh, business Gronk about to open up or get into and see if he needs a homie or something. Okay, let's not go that far. But, like, as far as if that's skim he's going to run with, like, you can't be this, 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 like, uh, oh, my God, bro. Yeah. He doesn't have the same gimmick because he's not a biker gimmick, but like given that like he's been thrown away and he and he's back to, he's you know, he saved what's mattered, he like he salvaged what's matter, like in it like in a different context, isn't he also sort of a forgotten son? God damn it, I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, oh, he I can't believe we're spending this much time with my fucking Mojo Raleigh, but yeah, like if he, this is gonna be his character, where he's like this, you know, this, you know, broken figure that's evil for the sake of he's been forsaken or whatever, cool. But your name can't be motherfucking Mojo, Mojo. Raleigh. Yeah, you, that shit's not happy, bro. Yeah, man, he 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 needs. Please watch this video and see it. Like, like if you like listen to promo on his, if you just listen to audio like that, you're like, what, what's so bad about it? You have to see how he's dressed and the paint on his face that makes him yeah. look absolutely like, ridiculous. Yes, like, do you remember, what was it, uh, the the Super Bowl, that the sex Super Bowl where the Giants beat the Patriots where Welker drops the ball? Yes. Remember how Welker had that ridiculous mustache on his face during, like throughout the whole playoffs and then also in the Super Bowl? And then all of a sudden, like after the after the game, he shaved that shit off. Drop, he shaved that shit off because you realize, like, you can't be out here trying to like have a serious conversation when you look purposely and perfect, perfect, purposely ridiculous. And he's trying to get the serious promo while looking like I don't know, like he's trying to like like he's trying to steal like cryptocurrency from from Gotham in the year twenty uh, twenty one fifty, like. This is like Bruce Wayne's great great grandson is gonna stop this man from committing crime. Like you gotta get, you gotta get him the fuck out of here, man. No, don't start over. Forward. Try again. Oh man. Um. Uh, anyway, that's gonna wrap up the raw segment. Uh, for real uh, this time. Spider Man twenty ninety nine is gonna have to stop this nigga. God right? damn it! Have to stop this man. We'll be back. Welcome back. We are now settled from uh, laughing at Mojo Rowley's expense and everything else. <laughs> the way you say it like that, you make it come off as like we're assholes. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I'm trying not to be an asshole for the 2019. I unmuted uh, like 95% of my mutes today. I'm going to give them another chance to uh, make it across the timeline. Um, I saw one of them that already sending out ridiculous tweets and I was like, don't make me do it. I, 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 this button is reversible. So, um, uh, I'm letting the FDS rock for a little bit. So, uh, I, I like to hear their, their, their opinions, uh, this week, but 
James. We'll see how long that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it'll only be so long before, you know, I start seeing just just absolute foolishness, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, take us through SmackDown, James. Okay, so WWE SmackDown Live, May 7th, 2019 from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, AJ brings his country ass down to the ring to start off SmackDown. <laughs> Uh, the crowd pops huge for him as if like he's been gone forever and has really been this was he only had three episodes away. So uh Wanted I guess at, thing you know, back. Yeah. Um so he discussed Vince uh new wild card rule. He said that uh it means he can crash SmackDown and what he wanted to be first. This brought out Sami Zayn. Uh he, you know, apparently was not murdered. Uh, you know, you know, if they did not bring out Sami Zayn um, tonight, like we were about to, you know, I was for you, I was going to go. We were going to go to James Boyd and, and his ha- hatred of baby faces trying to murder people. So, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it was only you know uh, that that didn't happen. So I, I left that alone. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, Sammy said that he he wanted to talk about the uh, wild card rule. And then um, Sammy, I'm sorry. Then uh, AJ pointed out that, that he could smell Sammy from from feet away, saying the man stank. Uh, they told you know the crowd chance take a shower. Yeah. And yeah, and he was like, I you know he's like I did take a shower, but I was in a dumpster. I can't get all the stink off. So apparently it was a skunk in there. Or he got skunked. So, um, yeah. So then all of a sudden, uh, Kofi comes out with, with Xavier, and they made their way down to the ramp. The fans broke into a huge Kofi chant. Uh, Kofi ends up mocking AJ for claiming that SmackDown was the house that he built and pointed out that Styles doesn't live here no more. Uh, Styles noted that Kingston appeared last night on Raw, so that's why he was returning the favor. So then Kofi and Styles went face-to-face, and then hey. Sammy says, yeah. So so Kofi got on top, and Styles left the neighborhood, huh? Oh, God damn it. He bl- <laughs> so Kofi's block-busting. He's block-busting. He's never. That really. Kofi, I heard blockbuster. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yes. AJ Styles has ran away to the comfort of Monday Night Raw. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. My buddies, like, my. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, I, I, lo- I lost track where I was because of that one. I was not, I was not ready. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so. Yeah, so I'm still lost where I'm going. <laughs> I'm still lost. All right, so here we go. Yeah, so Kofi said that he's a fighting champion, and so they end up going face to face. So then Sammy says, "I know good damn well y'all not about to start fighting. Y'all about to have, not about to have a match." So then the crowd breaks out to a three way chant, and then. Sammy says he's the one that deserves a title shot and then Kofi cut him off and also mentioned that he stinks as well um, and then another hit the showers chance breaks out and then uh, Keith, Kofi said that he's a fighting champion and, and that's why he defended the title last night and he's willing to defend it against either one of them tonight um, and then we end up losing, we go away from the segment after that, that was the end of it, so then we end up getting a, a, a one of these hand camera uh, promos from Kevin Owens, and he says that today's his birthday, and instead of sticking around, he's taking a day off, and he left the show earlier. And this is during daylight, so you think he actually really is gone. But lo and behold, he wasn't. Why? So, because Kevin Owens ain't shit. Always remember that. 
Yeah, and also like Vince don't let people leave. Ask her about Sasha Banks and Luke Harper if, if Vince let people leave. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Shane Shane comes out. Oh, actually, it was announced uh, on a graphic that he has in fact turned it into a triple threat match for Kofi because the managers have to fuck with uh, Kofi all, always. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, we end up getting a, a another. Great Ali promo is just like uh, just fucking inspiring and makes you think like this dude actually has something and he's different and he has a chance and it's more but it's more the stuff that you saw from if like you ever saw him in two hundred five live that why people love him so much and it's like and also like when he first showed up on the main roster you're like he's kind of different they can give him a shot and then like Randy Orton kicked his face in and then he got cussed on the house show and then like you know shouldn't have got injured pal Ali is excellent yes. absolutely excellent. Can't yes. praise that guy enough. Yep, absolutely. Um, so they ended up uh, they ended up going out, and we ended up getting a uh, Ali versus Andrade match, which like immediately is like, wow, they actually like they announced that and they stuck with that one. Good, good on them for that one. They ain't do nothing about that six woman tag match though. But nope. yeah, so we get uh, Andre versus I'm saying we get Ali versus Andrade. Uh, we get an overhand shot from Andrade in the corner on Ali. Uh, Ali ends up getting a uh, ends up giving Andrade a head kick, uh, and Andrade goes out the ring. Uh, so now Ali ends up getting up on the barricade to go for a dab, but Zelina gets in the way, and then Andrade yanks Ali's foot, and he ends up falling onto the mat. We end up going to commercial break. We come back, and we end up getting um, Andrade trying to set up for some move off the top rope, but Ali cuts him off, and ends up hitting a Spanish fly instead, and then Randy Orton runs in for the DQ. So he ends up beating up on Ali for a little bit. He goes to also beat up on Andrade and give him a uh, despite DDT hanging off the ropes. But Zelina grabs uh, Andrade's leg because she's a manager, gives a damn about her her uh, her business. So Orton uh, relinquish or uh, relents, and then all of a sudden Ali fires up on Orton, uh, and then it ends up sending Andrade bumping off the mat or bumping off the apron. Uh, Ali gets some more, some more, uh, some more offense, and then all of a sudden he hits the ropes and comes back, and then Orton gives him a pop up RKO, and then Andrade by that point in time has climbed up, recovered and climbed up, up up to the top ropes. He goes off to attack Orton with a top rope move, but instead he catches an RKO from out of nowhere. The crowd loses his shit. Randy Orton must have enjoyed this segment. Yep, that boy's efficient. I'm telling you, <laughs> that boy gets it. That man is bang for the buck. Uh, so after this, we end up getting a uh, video recapping. Bro, what the fuck was this? It was a recap of Roman Reigns' entire career, and and for some reason, (laughs) and for some reason, like it was in complete chronological order, except for 2017. You notice that they they show yeah they they showed stuff from 2017. It was like right, right, but but they did in the wrong order. Yeah, like they go through. Him and F- FCW, or new NXT, whatever. I think it's FCW. It turns to NXT 2010, but whatever. Like, whatever. They they show him in the Shield debut. They show, um, they show the WrestleManias, and then they get to WrestleMania. They get to 2017, and then they show No Mercy 2017, which is the September pay per view. And then after that, then they go to WrestleMania 33, which was in April of 2017. And then they go to uh, the next, and then they pretend like Russell, they just 34 like, never happened. Never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Like 
it was almost it was almost like uh it was almost like when Kurt Angle like one time showed up as uh as uh oh my god like um was dressed up as Luchador the Golden Luchador yes. uh, I can't remember the name but all of a sudden like Conquistador yeah the Conquistador that's right and he showed up and he pinned Corbin and he was like I'm glad to see you're back on two I'm glad to see you're back on Raw you know what are you gonna do you for your former GM and then all of a sudden like I'm not Angle's, back I know what you're talking about I'm on vacation walks off it's like. Yeah, man, where is this, like, WrestleMania 34 match? Where is, like, you know, the show the, the twists and turns, the trials, tribulations, and, you know, how can screw that uh, the Saudi Arabia show with the bad decision on the cage match thing? He goes, it was almost like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're on vacation. And they just they ignored that shit completely. And then yeah. also they, they went to SummerSlam, and they completely ignored, it, like, the Braun Strowman subterfuge for you to get off the air and spread off the air with that one. They just showed, like, you know, the clips of whatever else and of him winning in a short ass match and then they went from there and, and straight to he had to release a title for for the cancer to go fight for his life and they showed him come back okay do you think it was a good idea for him for them to, when he when he came back for them to put up a, on the screen four months later or when you just been like look man we don't even know how long he was gone we know how long he was gone like don't like make it like this dude like went to go fight for his life and he came back in four months because it looks we know the reality is like clearly that man beat cancer but again but People, it, that raises more questions by putting the four months later like thing in there. Like it didn't need to be there. The, I was like, wow. So they flew Roman Reigns to Europe today. So they had to make sure Roman Reigns was on the show somehow, so we didn't forget about him uh, by putting this long ass out of context video package or video there. He's not in a championship Look. feud. He's not in an important feud or anything right now. They're just like, if you need Look. any more proof. What uh, what well, they're doing out here? My well, God. Well, besides the two title matches, the Universal and WWE title, what important feuds do they have going on right now? It's the money in the bank, so there 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 is nothing. Oh, fair. I get you know that is that is that's partially fair. You're right. Um, okay, but either way, after they played this video, the crowd the crowd was very very happy. So I was like, hey, whatever. Look. It wasn't like it was a bad thing. It was just almost like it was just for me. It was kind of like I didn't know he was on, he wasn't going to be on the show. I thought he was going to be on the show, and then he was. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess. So the same deal with um, why there was no women's six man. They sent Charlotte and Bailey to Europe already because the the tour. They sent Roman, Alistair Black. They also sent uh, a couple other others already over there. Finn. Okay. So that's why they weren't on the show this week. So I was like, oh. Like, and I, I knew Roman wasn't on the show, like, going into this. Okay, I didn't. So, all right, so Shane made his way down to the ring after this, and he comes, and now it's like, God damn it. So he showed this video for, uh, you know, to get this big reaction. It, got to be, it gets to be a reaction, and then, like, you just, like, oh, like, here's the guy that he's going to feel with, and the cra- he comes down to the ring. You expect, like, because people are supposed to hate Shane, and, like, people are supposed to really cheer for the big dog after this huge thing. Like, he's going to get hella booze for interrupting this moment, right? Nope, crowd, the crowd just sat there. So he comes out. Uh, he, he talks about the tag team division. At first, he talked about Miz attacking him with a chair last night and pointed out that uh, Miz didn't get a job done, and he promised that he's going to beat the hell out of him at uh, Money in the Bank and Steel Cage. So McMahon then set, turns his attention to the tag team titles. You know that the Hardy Boys had to vacate because Lars beat the hell out of Jeff and hurt his knee in kayfabe. So Shane wondered who could be the tag team champions, and he ends up he says it's obvious, and he ends up pointing, bringing them out, and ends up being Daniel Bryan and Rowan. They come out. 
Uh, before they could say anything, all of a sudden Usos show back up to Raw because like Raw apparently is our SmackDown apparently is like for AJ and Uso like high school. They don't ever want to leave. So <laughs> um, Shane Shane was like, "What? The, why, are y- why are y'all here?" They point out the wild card rule, which is going to be like that's going to be funny every single time. What are you doing here? Wild card rule. Wild card. Wild card. Yep. Look, somebody need to pull out a Uno card on the ass. Yes, <laughs> and it's gonna you know it's gonna be it's gonna be the new day. Eventually, <laughs> it's gonna be like draw four ho. Yep. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, they uh they said their fears that McMahon is gonna give the belts over to to Brian and Rowan as if like you know they haven't like this won't be like what well, I think believe this will be the third time they've handed over a title to somebody to my knowledge out of a bag and handed it to them. <laughs> uh, so it's not like this is some like unprecedented deal. Anyway, uh, they demanded that they take on um, Brian and Rowan for the titles, and they, and then Shane says, "You know what? You're on." So then we get a we get a video similar to Kevin Owens earlier in the day when he was saying he was basically saying like, "Yeah, I'm not here right now." But uh, apparently, it was filmed it was filmed in Ireland. So I don't I don't know what Ireland looks like. I couldn't tell by the foliage or the landscape what is that what it was. I, it looked like a it looked like a a, a a brown beach. I mean, it did I, not look, look like I, a vibrant environment. I, look, I'm not saying all of that. I'm just saying what it looked like, and I'm not just giving no shade. Look, there's all different types of. I, uh, I saw the lands. shade in the video. Okay, look. If you want to smoke with Ireland, you go ahead. Like, I'm good on the hooligans. Um, so come anyway. on, you black and tans, come and fight me like a man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So he cuts this short video. He says he's going to promise to win money in the bank and he's going to become Intercontinental WWE champion and call himself Finn Two Belts. He's like, dude, your last name is motherfucking Balor. Call yourself Balor Two Belts. Like, yeah. is, is it really that goddamn hard? That boy is, corny. is it really Finn? That boy it, corny. Anyway, so, that, so we man, come. So that man thinks he's going to be the ultimate warrior, James. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, so then after that we get Brian. We get the title match for the tag title between uh, Brian and Rowan. It's a great match, or yeah, great match. Uh, it's just a bunch of Daniel Bryan at the beginning, just working over the Usos, and reminded me of um, toward the beginning of two thousand seven or two thousand fifteen when Brian was feuding with uh, Roman Reigns going into the fast lane when they did a gauntlet match as a tag team against all the tag teams and they got to a particular part against the Usos and it was great because Brian was torturing the Usos and uh, their cousin, you know, their cousin eventually got pissed that like one of them, you know, try to reel in Brian and eventually it kind of turned on him and they had it back and forth. It was cool. So Daniel this Brian is more like Daniel, Bra- yep. Daniel Brown versus Usos has always been the, the fire in these streets. You, it ain't it's never failed us. <laughs> exactly. That's where I'm getting at. So remember the case tor- match. Oh yeah! Remember, like last year, like those matches when they were doing like AJ and Brian versus the Usos, and Usos were getting yep. their pins. Yeah, like those matches weren't those matches weren't great, but they were good. Yeah. So anyway, he's torturing like the Usos, whatever else, and then all of a sudden they end up getting um, Rowan in, and Rowan is working as a battering ram. He's a blunt, uh, a blunt, a blunt instrument. Yikes! Can't pronounce. So. Uh, eventually, the Usos, they just go on a huge run of a flurry of offense with super kicks galore and, and you know, dives like usual. Typical typical stuff you see. But they end up hitting their spot where they clear out everybody with super kicks and, um, and dives or whatever else. And they end up getting a dive on 
to run for the pin, what should have been the pin, Ron kicks out. They can continue going to try to go another run of a flurry of offense. Uh, Ron's to cut him off and hit him with the, with the claw for the win. And the new tag champs are Daniel Bryan and the, or I almost said the, in uh, uh, Ron. So, like, I, this is like the worst. This is like the ultimate universe version of, of Team Hell No. Yeah, this is like the reverse, like, yeah. Um, I saw it and I was like, well, whatever. Like, this is what they want to do with him. Like, and I mean, if he's leaving a title picture, I mean, he doesn't have to be a mid carter. He can go be a tag team guy. But, um, but look, SmackDown desperately needs a tag team. So, you know, plugging holes. Yeah, uh, and, and also and, like there's and no, the, and also the reliance on him as the star is lessened because of the lowest lesson mm-hmm. on a lot of these guys because of the wild card rule. There's always be like there's gonna always be help now as opposed to like oh my god like AJ and Seth have to carry Raw. Oh my god, Roman and Brian alone have to carry SmackDown. Like you know like and we was, have four right right now. We clearly only have four stars, and two of them are well really six. Um, when you include uh, Becky and Charlotte, but they're they out here acting like they don't, don't don't exist right now. But like, so like, like using their damn thinking, like there's two stars and only they can only rust each other, you know, so often in a whole year before we, you know, send them back and forth. So that's yeah, where and, we are. And putting Brian in the tag team will keep him and Roman separated. I would assume they're yep. wrestling at WrestleMania. Like, it would be stu- good. It, look, it would be good. stupid if they didn't. They should have wrestled this year at WrestleMania, but whatever. Um, you know, things got in the way. So I mean, look, it would have worked out a lot better for uh, for for Roman, but whatever. Like you know, they they get to it good, good. You know, it's gonna be fire. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. After that, we get to Bray Wyatt. The same shit that we talked about <laughs> earlier on SmackDown or on, on Raw. Uh, then we get Shane. He's 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 back again he's he's going to come out and talk about the money in the so bank much shame um matter matches it's it's all subterfuge because shane comes out and then whoops on whoops on miss or miss comes out and whoops on shane some more uh and he whoops them all the way up out of the ring all the way up the ramp towards the entrance and all of a sudden the b team show up and they be boy it be your own niggas <laughs> Betrayal, <laughs> like bro, I made you, I birthed you. Yes, you gonna do this? To me? You you gonna do this to me? Yes, yes. You literally playing basketball in Pelican Bay. <laughs> bro, that was like when the police was arresting the shield. I was like, my god, who the fuck do you think you is? I'm the police. Yes, cops, us. Um. Yeah, man. It, yeah, I rushed in here. You just live here. Yeah, the the B team is beating up Miz, and I didn't even think about that until you just said that. Now Miz at one oh. point was handling all three of them too, though. Yes, yes. Until yes, he was the hardcore legend. Mike yes, Mike Okay, he's beating on Shane. They come out. They get they get some some quick you know stuff in on Miz. Miz disperses of them. And then Shane uh, lays Miz out and leaves. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we go backstage. We see uh, Brian and, and Rowan like, walking backstage while talking about their belts. They talk, also mentioned that they're going to change the belts, which means we're going to get that. We're going to get that. The weed belts. Yeah. So the weed uh, belts. So then they run in their hair machinery and they have a stare down. And I was just like, that's going to be hilarious. Like, it's going to be good because Otis is very good, and Daniel Bryan looks like somebody that would enjoy wrestling Otis. But um, 
they've done nothing with them. Like that was not an earned moment. Yeah. Like that, that was like that was not Ryback stopping uh stopping CM Punk from beating up Mick Foley. Correct. That was not that. That was not that. Was that. Not that, that was that like no. uh let's try something. Yes. It, yes. I, I I'll take Daniel Bryan wrestling dopey matches because like I'm unplugging my brain and I don't need to like stress over Daniel Bryan's like positioning right now. <laughs> yeah, remember last time when it happened when she would was <laughs> big cast. Oh, I didn't care about that. Like, I thought that was. I thought you were furious about no, that. No, I, I was. Like, bro, he's not the man. What the fuck's going no, on? No, I, I, I was fine with the big cast for you. It was like, I was like, all right. Um, like, at the time, right? But okay. then when I looked back, I was like, well. Oh, it was Team Hell No that pissed you off. It that was, was Team Hell No that pissed me yeah, off. That's what pissed yes. you off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I launched into like a, a 10 minute rant, <laughs> like Chad style, about that. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's women's time. Yeah, Ember Moon's first out. Ember Moon is first out. She is, and as a way to tell you to stick around for the matches, Ember Moon comes out. Then during commercial break, you see the entrance of Carmella and then Manny and Sonya. You know, I think they're. I think the the nickname is Fire and Desire. I've heard people also off stage. You know, uh, on the internet, it's called them Sex and Violence. Um, so. Come back uh, for the match start. Carmella's in the hey, ring, and she uh, would, you, yeah. You remember when Mandy Rose was trying to fuck Jimmy Uso in the fuck chair in the hotel room just months no, ago? Because, because that was a scam. She he, she actually <laughs> he, she actually wasn't. She was trying she was trying to uh, she was trying to use that man as a John. Yes. So, so, uh, so she off that. She's she's off those schemes now. I guess I. It, well, we don't know what her. We look. Well, we know on in WWE, nobody actually has like lives off camera. Uh-huh. So like when people have relationships and something goes awry, like they never talk to each other or send text messages back and forth, communicate with each other until like they happen to be back at fucking work on the clock. Right. Like I'm, I remember, I'm... The, remember Stephanie. Remember when uh, Stephanie uh, was out here playing dumb with Hunter. Uh, screwing Seth over yes. for months. We don't. Bro, we don't speak about work. How the fuck are y'all got three kids together? What do you mean y'all don't? Y'all not speaking together? Like, do I do I look like Boo Boo the Fool? Like, are y'all <laughs> that bad at storytelling? <laughs> Give me something I can at least believe. Like, oh, he's on assignment. He's in. He's you know he's down talent. He's doing whatever. They didn't even do that. It was like he won't. He won't talk to me. They could have been funny and be like Triple H is in Japan scouting talent. Oh my god! Or they could have been like our relationship's on the rocks or whatever. They didn't even do that. They were just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Bro, you think they ever gonna do the the, the Triple H Stephanie divorce storyline? I know they did one like a long time ago. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! What was that? Was that when? Um, is that when they did the remarry thing? Yes. And she pretended she, she lied about being pregnant. Yes. Why am I? Why do I watch this fucking show, man? <laughs> I just, I was. He get he ended up giving her a pedigree at one point. He gave I, I, her his fucking fake wrestling move. <laughs> no, okay, I don't know about then, but I remember like they were doing, they were teasing they were getting married again. This was that was like the uh, in the wedding party was I guess Vince's or Triple H's best man. He embarrassed her and said, calls her all kinds of terrible things for the, you know, the person that's helping spearhead the fucking uh, woman's revolution. Anyway, on camera. 
So then Vince interviews. I think he lays out Vince, and then like Stephanie has the audacity after after him saying to her like I know that you lied to me a month for for months about or for a long time about like you actually being pregnant. You're not really fucking pregnant. She like roars at him like a goddamn yes, lion. Yes, yes. I think we need the modern version. <laughs> What the fuck have we been watching all these years? I have no idea. Uh, Let's wrap this up. Hold on, bro. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so, back to to extra hand. Ember Moon and Carmella versus Mandy and Sonya. Mandy and Sonya start the match. Carmella gets a spinning head scissors on Sonya. Mandy gets in and does stuff. Whatever. Uh, Ember gets a tag, and it reminds you that she's great. You see the crispness, the quickness, the smoothness, the confidence. She strings together a hot tag, and I, that I'm just going to call strikes and flight. Uh, she then she then finishes off finish it off with a uh, tope that was meant for Mandy and Sonya who are on the floor. But Sonya makes that sacrifice. She's the one that jumps on a grenade. She's our Captain America. She uh, she pushes Mandy out the way. She she eats the uh, the tope. Mandy gets up. V triggers Ember. Rolls Ember into the ring and then hits the the double the angel wings the uh, Champa uh, fairy tale ending for the win. Yeah. So, Rich, okay, <sighs> you brought an order. Okay, their idea was to get you to come back for a match by teasing Ember, and I believe her first match on her first no, no wasn't her first match, but. Is her second match on SmackDown. Now she's on SmackDown. So you you advertise or you told people come back because you're going to see Ember Moon. And during the commercial break, you gave Carmella jobber entrance, Mandy and Sonya jobber entrances, and the person you beat was Ember Moon. So since Naomi's on Raw, they just had to substitute to put Mandy Rose over. But the thing, <sighs> okay, so. Once they did the brand split, or the shakeup again, they brought out Ember, and then they brought out Bailey. Bailey got booed out the fucking gym because she interrupted Ember, and people wanted to see Ember get something, anything, anything. So what did they do three weeks later? They do nothing with her in the time for in the meantime between that. They bring her out. They say, "Hey, you people that were pissed at Bailey." For interrupting this, we're going to give her something. And what they gave her was... An uh, entrance. An entrance. And then she comes out here and she's wrestling these people that are clearly inferior workers of her. And then she has a job for them. So, and that wasn't even like the type of storyline. Because this real storyline is Paige comes out to Paige's music. Correct. With former SmackDown Women's Champion, Asuka. And former NXT Women's Champion and May Young Classic winner Kyrie Sane that are following behind her, and 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 I I don't know if this was on purpose, but we we know what 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 it is when uh, Stephanie does it. She had fucking heels on to make herself like she was eight feet taller than the, or a foot taller than these women. Comes out and says that. Uh, and ruins Manny and Sonya's celebration, and she says that like uh, she managed, uh, but uh, she used to manage them, but now she's moved up to better clients. And next week, 
Kyrie and and, and Oscar are going to fight uh, sex and violence. These so at least we at least same. we tease something on TV, so they can't even pull themselves out of that one now. As opposed to they're going to put it on uh, Twitter and then change their mind. So they're locked in on that one. So they fucked this These, one up like that was on TV. The presentation of the women's division is atrocious. Yeah. Well, you know, but look, what Oscar and Kyrie have carried far worse to to far to 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 nice results. So you know, if it goes bad. You know, I, God bless. Him. So, um, so we go to the back. Killer Brax interviewing Matt Hardy. Uh, talks about Jeff's injuries because of uh, Laura Sullivan. Our truth approaches, and I immediately thought, oh, oh, they're about to do it. They're about to make it a tag team, which would be fun. Um, so, truth noted that there's nobody that uh, so, Lars is like no one he's ever faced. And then all of a sudden, uh, Kayla runs off. And then this was almost like a a, a cutscene in a PlayStation video game, where all of a sudden the camera zooms out. They all of a sudden they for some reason you see Lars and, and when they pull out of the frame into you know a larger frame, and then Jeff turns around. And literally, like, sets there in fucking motion as he knows that, like, it's either, like, it's flight or, or it's fight or flight, do something time. And he just says, he just sets there with truth, and they're just, like, stupefied and, like. And he says, it's him. <laughs> yes. It's that's him. what I mean. Like, it was, like, some other, it was something out of, like, a PlayStation cutscene where it's, like. Or not PlayStation, N64, because, you know, they didn't do the graphics of video or, you know, cinematics or whatever. So they just sitting there, like, as, you know, dialogue is running at the bottom of the screen, like, you're sitting in motion, and then all of a sudden, like, it go, you press the A, you press the a button, it's him. You press the A button again, all of a sudden, then Lars, like, attacks both of these geeks. Uh, then all of a sudden, he lays out Matt, uh, gets our truth and then he powerbombs him through a table that was sitting um, close to them. So then we get a, a we get a another dark room um, interview. Alistair Black. He it is now fully apparent that he is a heel. There is no going back. There is no tweeting line. He's clearly a bad guy. Um, he said he's both wrath and salvation. He apologized to his opponents for the need to prevail at their expense, which means he's going to win by any means necessary because he's evil. So outcome then at like nine thirty, hey, outcomes. Man. Alistair Black should have should have kicked his fourth guy in the face tonight while not saying a word. Huh. So, well, at least he didn't come out here talking about how he's come back to salvage whatever the fuck that, whatever. Yeah, whatever. at least they ain't got him painted up like Mojo. Yeah, yeah. So, at like 9, at like 9.30, out comes AJ, Sammy, Kofi. Um, they have a three-way. Very, very good three-way. Um, where were you amongst the four big matches of, of the of the week on TV? Where would you put this match? I would probably put this one number three. Uh, I would go with the tag match second, uh, Kofi Dan Bryan first, and then the Reigns McIntyre one last because it didn't have okay. to finish. Okay, yeah. So they're you know they're it's starting out of a match where they're you know they're getting each other out the ring and they do little uh, step pieces and then the next person gets in the ring. Anyway, there's a there's a spot where. Kofi's been doing this uh, this crossbody on the people's backs. Um, I think he did it first at WrestleMania, then he did it la- or last night against Daniel Bryan. He, well, he does it to AJ, and AJ has his, doesn't like just lay out and just like you know fall flat on his face. He still has his leg underneath him, so it looked like 
Um, he he crushed uh, AJ, but his leg was still like trapped. So it looked like he, you know, until you get a second look at it, you think like, oh my god, he may have just blown his knee out. And then mm-hmm. you think like, well, I didn't see his knee buckle, so maybe, but maybe he like you know did something to his hip or something. I'm thinking like I think he's cooked. Nope, continues wrestling just just fine. Wrestle like he always wrestles. So. Um, you know, they continue through with a bunch of different crazy stuff. It's 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 a it's a three way match between three really good workers, but like it's a bunch of it's too much too many moves to recap. Yeah. Um but basically we get a we get uh AJ sets up for hitting the uh the phenomenal forearm on Kofi. As he sets up, Kofi hits him with the trouble in paradise that takes him uh off the apron to the floor, so he's off the table. Sami Zayn rolls in, he hits a blue thunder bomb, goes for the pin. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, Kevin Owens runs out, jumps uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, so Kofi's distracted. He turns around. He gets Blue Thunder Bomb for the uh, for the for a two count for near fall. Uh, Sammy gets him up. Goes for another Blue Thunder Bomb. Gets another near fall. Goes for a third one. Gets to not gets to two point nine five kick out. Crowd goes wild. Uh, he sets up in the corner, goes for the uh, the Haluva kick in the corner. Uh, he goes charging. He ends up eating the the, the boot from a S, uh, um, SOS. Kofi uh, beats Daniel, Br- or not Daniel Bryan. He beats Sami Zayn and AJ Styles, and we go off air while he's also um, grabs his belt and goes to check on Xavier. Also, another spot in this match that was awesome was uh, er- it's early in the match, AJ goes gets on the second turnbuckle flips over to do the you know flip over ddt deal um stays on his feet doesn't drop down immediately kofi runs in he ends up kicking kofi says the most so you think you're gonna get a um an even flow on one side and nobody to the other kofi counters or slips and it does the sos while he's while aj still has uh Sammy and the inverted DDT even flow like it was it was awesome move awesome spot so yeah a lot of good stuff in that match yeah yeah enjoyed that match a lot and um yeah man that is this SmackDown review so I feel like um what do, what do you think is a better show this week uh, oh James? SmackDown hell yeah SmackDown we're <laughs> <laughs> all struggling mind? with like you know that the, there's always a, a just a long batch of time they just can't figure out. And it's almost like it doesn't need to be there. So, <laughs> um, uh, it's because yeah. it's three hours and it should be a two-hour show. Yeah. Um, anyway, that is going to wrap it up. Uh, we will be back with LeBron James, U Bone of the Week, as well as the Wrestler of the Week. A name caller. What I say? Let me hear you say it. Call him a bum. It's <laughs> not a name call. It's a like you bum. Welcome back. You already know what it is. It is time for the LeBron James U-Bum of the Week, the premiere segment in wrestling podcasting today. So, for our Bums of the Week, we have five nominees. So, we've got The Miz, who um, came out there, and he uh, was a guy that he ran up on Shane, and uh, Shane kicked him in the dick and ran from him. Uh, was there anything else about Miz that was particularly bummy? Uh, that was bad enough because he chased this man around. Like he got he got laid out by a dude that literally ran in fear from him. And his own old homeboys was whooping his ass like they ain't even recognize him. 
Yeah, I, I, this was. I, I'm not really judging the the Tuesday thing. Like he had to overcome two dudes and that showed up at random to, and they got laid. I don't really count that one, but the Monday one was like that. Like you chased the dude around the arena, and then you found him, and then he left you laying like a fucking jabron. Yeah, man. Um, after that, we got the revival uh, being subject to WWE's uh, burial tactics, um, and it was just a bad look overall. Um, we got Sami Zayn, who was literally thrown in a dumpster. <laughs> so yes, and, and then brought out of the say, uh, the dumpster to go do a job for Kofi. Correct. Um, yes, like we ain't gonna be the A stars. Yeah, you don't mind. Like the, like the second the second they made it through, it you already knew what was gonna happen. Yes. But like it was still entertaining. But you already knew like there that that guy is there. There's a job to be done. Like straight like up. Cornette says. Um, so James, uh, the next nominee. Is... Oh yeah, and also. If I remember correctly, and he's been in three physical confrontations uh, since he's been back since WrestleMania, the night after WrestleMania, and he lost Finn Balor. Yep. Uh, he got his ass whooped by Strowman, Roman. and then he lost in a three-way match. He's the same guy that they've always treated him as. They have yep. no faith in him. They don't care about him. He can cut all the good promos he wants. They will never, ever, ever do anything with Sami Zayn. Yeah, he's probably the best promo of the year so far right now, right? Yeah, you got to put him on the list. Yeah. Um, up next. So much for that shit. Yeah. Up next. You know, promo. You know, promo is the character, pal. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, those don't apply, uh, I guess, for everybody. But um, Seth Rollins, the Universal Champion, not only has Vince McMahon instituted this wild card shit because the raw ratings have collapsed and some reason he's blaming Seth Rollins for it, even though the viewership collapsed way before that. And he never thought to make any moves while Brock Lesnar, uh, he had him at home with his belt and not paying Brock to show up. And, um, yeah, I, I'll so, never understand that, but so what's the excuse? So what's the excuse now that like you brought Kofi, Daniel Bryan and Roman to raw and it, 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 it netted you 80,000 fucking views. Like what is the excuse now? <laughs> there is no excuse. There, there shouldn't okay. be at least people just need to line up and accept and accept it. You know, this it's, is it. It's it's not a it's not a Seth is not a star. It's not a AJ's not a star. It's not a Brian's not a star. It's not a Roman's not a star. It's not a Becky's not a star. It's not a Charlotte's not a star. It's not a X is not a star thing. It's a all them people are not stars because you have because your booking fucking and storytelling fucking sucks and it has sucked for a long time. So nobody's gonna be able to overcome that. I don't give a damn if you brought out ninety eight Austin. Yep. So, um, primarily the reason Seth's on here is because he had to do a job for Baron Corbin this week. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Yeah, as a universal champion, uh, this is just a slap in the face, ultimate disrespect. I don't care. Like, like Seth should have been like, no, fuck this. I'm the champion of this fucking company. Respect me, damn it. But you know, we we saw the Vince Ron, or, or excuse me, the Vince McMahon Seth Rollins relationship uh, in segment one, where he looked like a teenage a teenage uh, child that that didn't get his way uh, yeah. up against dad. So yeah. also, let me forget like what was that December? He he had Seth Rollins come out there and tell us that the show fucking sucked. Yeah, and there's too much Baron Corbin and and McIntyre and Lashley. And then they came from? out. Then they come out and they say like, "Yeah, we promised to change this shit." And then nothing changed. And then now, like, you you you, you know, you gotta you resort to these kind of tactics. But like, it didn't it didn't it didn't fix anything. 
And if it and if it did fix anything, you won't see the benefits of it from us because like that's how you're gonna have to you have to regrow a new audience that has quit on you because people just left after WrestleMania. Yep. And our last bum of the week, I told you we would save him for the right time, and I can't think of a better time than this week. The final you bum of the week nominee, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This fucker has introduced this wild card rule bullshit that is designed to be a never ending superstar shakeup. Yeah. This is long overdue. This has been coming for months. James, I know you said off air you wanted to over Sami Zayn. This is Vince McMahon's award. This is him from October, from the time Roman Reigns went out. His nonsensical storytelling, his false advertising, his no, like not knowing what he's doing week to week, his insistence on injecting himself and his children into the show to to lesser and lesser results to the point that no one is effective to ruining the WrestleMania main event storyline to just just fucking it up just taking a show and running it to the ground and I don't know yeah, and, I, and now they're hot shotting Yes, this is WCW. This is, and of course, Vince didn't watch any of that shit, so he doesn't know he's WCW. He's like, thinking, like, oh, oh that, those WCW guys, they, they sure fucked it all up, didn't they? This is what you're doing right now. You are Robert De Niro. You are um, Joe Pesci in Casino. We gave it to y'all, and you fucked it all up. This is what you've done with WWE right now, Vince. And we have the best roster you can probably put together right now. No one feels special. People don't, like, the stars that show up, right, on each brand, it's like, oh, I forgot they were on such a brand, and that all that's about to, like, disappear and not be important. Your shows will have no identities, and this is just, like, the culmination of the last couple years, I think. It's all the chickens coming home to roost, and Vince is just there, and he needs to go. He needs to sell the company. He needs to step aside, hand it over to Triple H, do what you got to do. But Vince McMahon, I, I saw what David Stern looked like at the end. This is what Vince is like worse. Oh, we can't even compare them to. Hell no. Like, what was it? What was David Stern's last year? Not sure. 2012, what, like he... I think. Okay. Well, I think it's with the CBA, right? He got a CBA done, then he hung, hung it up, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, like no, nah, it's not. It's not even close thing. Now I understand, like you're a Lakers fan and you're pissed by the Chris Paul trade, and you'll never, you'll never get over that. But that's not his decision. Like that is, he is like ultimately the commissioner is the employee of as much as they add their or not, they're absolutely employees of the thirty owners or thirty two owners of the NFL or whatever. So, like, that was a call. Like, that's as much on Dan Gilbert on, and everybody else that's been hanging on Lakers and the fact that, like, they're L.A. and you're not L.A., you are Milwaukee, you are, you are Cleveland than anything else. So I can't really blame that for Stern. Now, there are a lot of things about Stern that, that suck, but, like, he has never, n- never been, like, this as far as, uh, you know, 
Nah, I, like you're not the same thing. Like I get, like yeah, I, there's there there are small similarities, but they stop after like one or two. Um, yeah, like this is this is really bad as a person is heading this thing and where it's had like people want off the ship, people are quitting left and right, and not get a bunch of turnover backstage, but like. The wrestlers want out, even though you're you're willing yeah. to offer them more money than ever. They're uncre- like a lot of them are just literally just uh, crazily unfulfilled. They feel like not being used. Your stories, like you know, people were like the ones that are like, uh, what do you call it? The disgruntled people, the people that have uh, quote unquote attitude stigmas attached to them, like Leo Rush and Sasha Banks. They're getting uh, you know. They're they're being held at bay. People that come out here and, and literally show ass for for you, uh, in, in like like professionals, Luke Harper and the revival. This is what you're doing to them. Uh, yeah, man. Like, come, like, you know, morale's got to be really low. Like, it's got to be. Um, and they're going to and, fucking Europe, where they all have to travel oh, on a bus together. Uh, then they go to Europe during the 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 plane trip from hell. Yes. Okay, like this, the locker room's different. Like, I don't think they're gonna like start wrestling and then be afraid that they're gonna all of a sudden like open up a fucking door <laughs> in midair um, at altitude. But like, they're gonna be something like they get together, like they have a discussion as far like what's going on. Like, and these ratings, they that's not an improvement. Like, I mean, it's an improvement technically, but like they they went they they gained eighty thousand followers by loading up with. All this, like, like their biggest stars from both shows, put them on there, and it netted them, it netted them eighty thousand viewers. Yo, if that don't tell you there's a problem, I don't know what does. So yeah, Vince McMahon, it's gonna get worse because like this is only the second round of the playoffs. So like the West Conference Finals, East Conference Finals, the Finals, and then we get the football season. Like, if if this shit doesn't turn around as far as like their storytelling and um, their star building over the next six months or whatever else, like. Why should I expect them to be above like 1.5 million viewers uh, by the time we get to like fall? Yeah, like or not or by the time we get to like October or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Oh, especially when oh, don't even mention like when uh the fucking uh, daylight savings or whatever the time yeah. shift goes back oh, to, and then the goes. third hour is gonna fall off a cliff again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So without further ado, y'all been waiting for it. We've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it. I've wanted to do it for a while. Vince McMahon, you are the LeBron James U Bum of the Week. Take that with you. Wow. You know how bad you have to be? Like, well, this is a lifetime achievement, really, but yeah. Like, this is uh, <laughs> or a year long achievement or a 2017 achievement award. But yeah, it's just yikes. Like, whoo, boy. Yeah, really, really bad. Um, and, like, we had the top guy in the company fa- uh, facing off against Shane. hot can you can you feel you know but those stock prices james you know they're, they're just you know um up next our, our wrestler of the week so we've got five nominees uh we got roman reigns uh pretty much told vince uh he's not going to listen to him anymore Had a good enough match with uh drew mcintyre before it got ruined of course but um we got aj styles who was in two of the five best matches of the week and um, <laughs> managed to escape not getting pinned in either of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So smart, smart man right there. Uh, we got Naomi, who was inducted into the Boys and Girls Club Alumni Hall of Fame. Y'all thought we was lying. Look up and down this show. Yeah. 
Daniel Bryan, who was awesome in the main event on Monday Night Raw and won the won a belt on Tuesday. And then the WWE champion, Kofi Kingston, when's the last time someone's defended their belt on back-to-back nights uh, successfully? So, yeah. especially on Raw and SmackDown. So, this one is, uh, I this one's tough, James. Where are you going with this? I'm going to go with Kofi. Um, and I feel like I keep saying Kofi, like, the last, like, two months, I feel like the Kofi, 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 but... I mean, right now he's the best. He's the best. He's the best um, protected person in the entire company right now. Like he beats everybody in the middle of the ring with his move. He has good matches. Um, he's cutting the best promos of his life. And fans right are now. going crazy for him. Yeah, like he's super over. The crowd sport is not waning like people thought it would. Um, now people might have issues about like uh, the ratings, but I would say to you that like um, all the everybody. Everybody has bad uh, ratings records on their watch right now. So if this is what you want to do, um, if you you know, you might want to check that confirmation bias at the door and look around. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like you, the, you can look around this locker room and, and everybody got the same. They all smell yeah. like Sami Zayn. Yeah. So, so either a so either a everybody so either a everybody uh, are shitty you know shitty draws or b the Booker has made them all into shitty draws. And you tell me, like I see all that talent. I saw all these people in NXT. I saw these people around the world at different points at different places. Like, tell me how they end up like getting together with like higher production value. And all of a sudden, like they they're, they're doing like, worse stuff with their careers. As a, like we were talking about this last year. Besides, like Becky Lynch and the first half of the year for Seth Rollins, who was having like their career year uh, for somebody that was like a you know been in, been on the main roster for like three years or so. No one. Right now, you would say Kofi. Right now, right you now. would, yeah. Right now, for this year. But last year, it was literally like the first half of the year for Seth and then Becky Lynch at the second half of the year. And then this year, it's Kofi Kingston. Where's everybody else at? And that's no knock against them because all the people I've seen be great different points. And like, not, I don't think they all of a sudden forgot how to work or forgot how to cut promos or forgot how to be talented. Yeah. The booking shit. So. So. That's where we at. Dan like, unless, been great unless, too, shit, so. unless we have a fundamental change in how we're doing stuff, and it's beyond just the window dressing of aesthetics, like let's not do you know the promo, let's not do promos or interviews or promos that are dressed up as interviews. Let's just do the promo and stop bullshitting. Like you need to start, we need to establish a hierarchy and then like try to, um, you know, try to work off of that. So like, Kofi's still line of like the fifty fifty shit's out the way with him. He's just beating people. So. And you look at the last gigantic star or last, you know, person that got buzz was last summer. She was putting people away in the middle of the ring with her move. So it's a shot. Like, people like winners. Yeah, man. Anyway, that is going to wrap the show up this week. Thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure you check out all the shows on Lords of Paint Radio and visit uh, over on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, if you'd like to hear James and I's other show on Sunday where we hit literally everything around the world, every promotion you can think of. Um, uh, we talked about WWE. We talked about New Japan, AEW, Impact, Stardom. So we were <laughs> all around. So, uh, James, anything to add before we get up out of here tonight? Yeah, uh, you just mentioned it. Wasn't Sunday show so much more, like, pleasant? Oh, my <laughs> God. It was that. like. Like I'm already, like 
I already can't wait to like listen back to the show tomorrow or whenever else when I have time. I like, listen to how angry I am, and I because I don't even realize like that this stuff is sitting in me until all of a sudden like something sits me off. But like once you you mentioned the Triple H, like you know divorce thing or whatever else, and I was like, wait a second. So we we, we they don't. The, let's not add like all these all these like uh times in our lives like Russ has always been excellent in WWE. Like no, then plenty of butt cheek segments and stuff. But the proliferation of shit that don't matter, shit that you don't care about, shit that's dumb, shit that don't make sense from <laughs> if you watch it one week and you watch it the next week, from one week from in a matter of seven days, shit don't make sense. It is at an all time high seemingly right now. So and now and now with the with the you know the get out of jail free card that is the wild card uh rules like it is it is literally the wild it west is, like boy, they they have opened up they have opened up pandora's box and it, it, it and either it can get a lot better or it can get like even worse it's so like, like it's like what's this shit going to mean in like 4 or 5 months when all these people have just been jumping around and they all mean nothing by that point it'll be time for the match of NXT superstars yep Boy. That that'll quickly like not be used for like three years or two years. Right. So yeah, we we'll get Johnny on the main roster, then he can hang out and debut at don't play, at, at don't Re- play with me. He'll, he'll <laughs> don't, debut. don't play with me. So we had WrestleMania 35 this year, right? So oh so so he can debut probably at WrestleMania 38 with a with a singles match at that point. Nah, man, just keep him. No, nah, I need him like to go into like NXT Brazil by that point in time. Like he needs to stay stay on yellow, like or stay stay on the network. Be net G, be Johnny Network. I don't need Johnny TV. Stay away. They offer you more money, you say no, Johnny. <laughs> be irresponsible. You say no. Look, your contract runs out. You ain't look. You make your next contract. Say look, I'm glad to resign with you, uh, uh, Hunter. The the deal is. I want to sign in my paperwork. They're like, I will always be on the network. I will always be NXT or NXT UK or NXT Mexico or NXT Japan or NXT India or, or you know, NXT wherever, but, or NXT Germany. But I will not, under any circumstances, take my ass back to the main roster. I'm not doing it. That's a setup. All money ain't good money, and that looks like a penitentiary chance. No, thank you. You're not putting my, you are not putting my career behind bars. I'm trying to have all these good matches while I still can. No, no, I, thank you. I think it'd be Velveteen, a, Velveteen, same thing. I don't want anyone being caught up anymore. You know, I, we uh, lost Ricochet this year. <laughs> yeah, lost him. Lost yes, him. He's like, like that he's man, dead, like that, that man's a leper or something now. Like, no, no, no he's in the ground. He's, been, he's about to get <laughs> murdered, buried, murdered. You know, and, and if WWE doesn't want to uh, acquiesce to those terms, I'm sure uh, they can find room for Johnny and AEW so we can um, get this, this Omega and Gargano match popped off. Run it. But um, that's going to wrap the show up. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. Later. Oh, sorry, Chad. Whatever. End <laughs> the show. Fuck it. <laughs> Make sure you guys check us out for the LOP 7 million episode coming soon.